Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. You know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really real, villain real. It's Ralph from Jr. here at your service. And we did something very, very special last night. We somehow found a way to miss every single bet. Like sometimes you just got to sit there and laugh at yourself because even when people try to lose, you don't lose as bad as we did last night. Well, I did last night. Y'all probably, you could have failed, you know, tailed me, not listen, or uh, faded me. And if you did two of the three, you probably you had a better day than me. So very, very, very rough day. After a couple of winning days in a row, a very, very rough day for yesterday. Didn't get the under in the Bucks and the Celtics game. That was my favorite play. And man... So, of course, the Celtics steamroll over the Bucks, and we lose the spread in that one. That's fine. I'm not really tripping about that because I kind of was – I was forcing that anyway. That was just me being a hater. But, man, that under, it looked like we was going to cash by the skin of our teeth, and then the Nassus goes and headbutts Blake Griffin. He gets a flagrant. He gets ejected. I think it was – uh, somebody else got a flagrant as well. So both teams are shooting free throws. There's four free throws that come out of that. Three free throws. And then the go, the game starts. The pace is reinvigorated. You know, Grant Williams hits a three. I think Javon Carter came on the other end and hit a three or something like that. Like, it was just, ugh. Yep, disgusting. So 236.5. It caught up to th- 238. I caught one at 238. Total finishes at 239, I believe. I'm pretty sure it was like a 140.99 final score in that one. So really, really brutal for that under. It, it could have got there. I, I don't know how they, how the Bucks gave up 140. Like they just stopped trying and the Celtics just kept scoring. I thought it was like, all right, the Bucks are going to stop trying in the second half. The Celtics are going to slow it down. They don't really care. Just trying to end the game. Nope. They scored 75 in the first half and 65 in the second half. So brutal, brutal there. Uh, and the uh, player props for this. I, I won't touch Denver again with no Jokic. This, I knew they were bad, but I thought we could at least get the points. You know, y'all heard us talk about the points. And neither Mike Porter Jr. nor Aaron Gordon get there. That's bad on me. Probably shouldn't have forced that game. Probably should have just stuck with the two plays and just took my losses at two, forced another one. This Denver team is just really, really bad without Jokic. Really, really bad without you. Like trash without – I'll tell you, you can't sit here and tell me that – well, I mean, everybody has their opinion. I am a Joel Embiid guy. I think that – History has told told us that no matter what you do in your third season, you don't win. And like you, you have to be a special caliber player to win MVP three times in a row. And you just think of LeBron, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, like a lot of guys who got that third one kind of shisted from them. So I was like, uh, and Joe Embiid's really had the season where he deserves MVP. I, I I think I would give it to him to Embiid. Last night proved that probably should give it to Jokic because without him, that team sucks. And they're really, really bad. And we're just going to go ahead and use that. And let's transition into one bet of the night. I don't care that the line is 10. Give me the Phoenix Suns over the Denver Nuggets. Laying 10 at home. If if Jokic is not playing. 
if Jokic is not playing, let's just take the Phoenix Suns minus 10. This they are have they are literally one of the worst teams in the league without Nikola Jokic. And guess what? Injury report Jamal Murray's not playing in this one because he doesn't play back to backs. So you just lost your first best offensive player and then your second best offensive player, your top two scorers. This this team is abysmal without Jokic. I think that this is a spot again. I said it. I said it with the Minnesota game. I think the Phoenix Suns are going on a revenge tour. This is a revenge tour where they're just going to go out and they're going to start hanging teams by the number. Like this is going to be very consistent with that Phoenix Suns team that went to the NBA finals where they just cover games by margin because they're so good. And Kevin Durant really makes them that, that much better. And he had a bad shooting day against Minnesota. I don't think he's going to have a bad shooting day again. Give me Kevin Durant over 23 and a half points. Give me the Phoenix Suns minus 10. Those are two plays that I like in this game. All right. So that was really, really quick. I didn't really have anything else other than Denver sucks without Jokic. So if Jokic isn't playing, then I'm taking Phoenix. If Jokic does play, then I'll just punt the bet entirely. And I'll probably stick with the Kevin Durant minus 23 and a half, to be honest. But I'll punt the bet entirely if Jokic does play. So I'm just waiting to see an official ruling on Jokic on if he plays or doesn't play. Let's get to another play I like today. This one is earlier in the day, and we're talking about the Orlando Magic going to play the Washington Wizards. Magic are laying one. Wizards are at home here. Guys, the Wizards are packing it in. There's no Kyle Kuzma in this game, no Bradley Bill in this game. They got the win against Boston, which was a good win. And in hindsight, well, foresight for me because I fade Boston every time I get every chance I can get. But in hindsight for a lot, it was definitely a look ahead spot to that Bucks game. And so now you're playing the Orlando Magic, who, if you watch them play, and you watch these two teams play over the past couple of weeks, there's a clear divide in the two teams, like a clear divide in how they have philosophy for the end of the year. It looks like the Wizards are trying to lose as many games as possible. And it looks like the Magic are trying to build something for next year. And I was talking about it with my co-host on NBA Gambling Podcast, Scott Reichel, that there's a pretty good chance that Orlando is a playoff team next year like how they look right now and what they can build in the off season, they can very much be a playoff team next year. And they're playing, they're playing like it. Like if you look at the numbers for Orlando in the past five games, look at their defensive numbers of opponents points per game in the last five games, 109.6. That is six best in the NBA. You look at their three point percentage opponent, three point percentage in the past uh, five games. Orlando is fourth at 31.8%. You look at the opponent's field goal percentage. They're second. No, they're first now. They're first. This is adjusted numbers from last night. So they're first in opponent's field goal percentage at 43 at 45.3%. 45.3% from the field. And that is first in the past five games for the Orlando Magic. They're three to two and during that span. You look at them in terms of forcing turnovers. They are sixth in 114. No, not 114. I'm sorry. So there's six, 14.8 points, uh, turnovers per game. So forcing a lot of turnovers. And I think they're even protecting the basketball, man. Yeah, they're pretty decent. Like seven, 
about seven steals per game. You want to see a little bit less there, but about seven steals per game uh, for the other team in that one. Like they're they're oh they're playing really good basketball, man. Like they're they're playing very very solid basketball right now. They're even getting you know getting to the line and forcing the other team to commit a lot of fouls. Like they're they're playing some really solid basketball here, and so. We have one team that's on a downward spiral. We have one team that's rising. There's a reason Orlando is laying one after the Wizards just beat the Boston Celtics, who are the second best team in the East. There's a reason for it. It's because of their better team, man. We're taking Orlando. I'm taking Orlando minus one. Uh, Orlando money line. Like, I'm on Orlando today. I think Orlando could honestly win this by double digits. Like, would that surprise anybody that the Wizards go and blow out the Boston Celtics in the very next game at home? They get blown out by the Orlando Magic. I don't think it would surprise, it wouldn't surprise me. So, I like Orlando. Second bet of the day, taking the Orlando Magic minus one. All right. I am. Uh, Let's see here. Third bet of the day. It's a. It's really a lot to like on the NBA slate. So everybody knows I'm playing the Jazz today. And I've already got the Jazz at 13.5 when it opened. It's now down to 9.5 because who is now out? It's got to be some outs that this changed. Um, let's figure it out. Yeah, so they fought, so they replaced the injury report, and it Robert Williams is doubtful. Al Horford, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum are all questionable, so that's why it went from thirteen and a half to nine and a half. Pretty simple. Sounds like some people are going to be playing. They really don't have much to play for this game. The Jazz have everything to play for as they're trying to get into the play-in. So of course, you know, trend Jazz is a dog. Doesn't matter what situation it is. Always take them. Already got them at thirteen and a half, and on the money line there. But now they're at nine and a half, and the money line for this is where are we at? What's the plus three seventy five now? So still like it, still like it. I'm gonna keep you in this game, and I'm gonna go to a prop because you have no Robert Williams. You have a questionable Al Horford, where I think he's not gonna play because Al Horford's a hundred years old. However, I still like it if he does play because I don't think that he's going to be, you know, like it's Al Horford on the back-to-back. So I really, really like Walker Kessler today, guys. I like his points. I like his rebounds. I like a points plus rebounds. I think Walker Kessler could really end today with like 20 rebounds. Honestly and truly. Like I don't think he's going to be challenged on the boards at all. Especially if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are out. Who is challenging him on the boards? The line is currently set at 10.5. So I love his rebounds. I like the points. I don't like the points as much, but I'm still probably going to have a small play on his points. Points is at 12.5. Maybe a ladder from 12.5, 15, and 20. But I love the rebounds at 10.5. I was talking about on the NBA Gambling Podcast earlier. I think he could have 20. 18 is 30 to 1. If he gets to 18, that is a 30 to 1 bet. So I will sprinkle on the 18 and 30 to 1. 16 is 10 to 1. 
10 to 1 for 16 rebounds against who is going to stop this man on the boards today? Like, honestly and truly, we've seen Walker Kessler have these great games on the board sometimes when he's not challenged. Like, who is really going to challenge him on the boards today, especially if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown don't end up playing? I, I, this this is a Walker Kessler game. Kelly Olynyk gets a revenge game as well. I may have a play on Kelly Olynyk later, maybe a three point play on Kelly Kelly Olynyk later because it looks like he is going to play in this game. But I'm I'm all over Walker Kessler. I think he's going to dominate the boards. You look at who the Jazz head coach is, and it's Will Hardy coming off the Celtics bench. He knows how they play. He knows how to game plan for this team. He knows their weaknesses. Even the people on the bench, he knows their weaknesses as well. And so. I think that this is an opportunity where he knows what I know, and it's that if you get some very, very good center play against the Celtics over the past few years, you're always in the game. If you can control the glass against them, you're in the game. So they've had issues with bigs for the past few seasons. This one, a little bit less than what it's normally been, but I still think that with Walker Kessler, you have the opportunity to truly have a mismatch on the boards, to give yourselves extra possessions. I think this could be a really, really big Walker Kessler game. So I'm all in on Walker Kessler today. And let me see. I think that's about, I think that's about it, guys. I, it is a lot. It's a lot that I like on this slate, but I don't want to oversaturize the show, especially if I'm wrong and like it's a really, really bad losing day. But I think I'm just going to leave you with the, oh, wait, no, we got to talk about. All right, we'll, we'll talk about one fun play. This is a really fun play that I'm probably going to be down on. The Sacramento Kings just clinched the playoffs for the first time since 2005. They're actually on Twitter saying what Sacramento Kings players are going to be at the first playoff game. And now Sacramento has to somehow get up for playing Portland again where Portland plays nobody, they're they're clearly just pay, mac, like just packing it in for the rest of the season. How do you get up for this afterwards? How? I don't know. If you want a plus money bet that I think has a really good chance of hitting, take Portland. We'll take them early because they collapsed in the second half last game. But also, I mean how do you trust the Kings to get this done early? Portland plus 20, 220 in the first quarter, plus 330 in the first half. And just say that the Kings come out sleepwalking because this is a letdown spot. They just clinched the playoffs for the first time in 2005. Since 2005. This has to be a letdown spot, right? Do they really just come out super focused? Do you rally the team and at Mike Brown? Do you rally the team and focus the team after 2005? Who was it? Mike Bibby? Uh, or was it Beasley? It might have been Beasley. Uh, like who who was on that team? I think uh, I, I I think that especially if the day, like if I get Walker Kessler, I will definitely have some action going on on Portland tonight. I'll let you know that for sure. I think that you can definitely get some action in on Portland tonight. For sure. This is a this this just feels like an ultra uh ultimate letdown spot for the Kings. And not saying that they lose the game. So you could do like a halftime, full time Portland Kings, but 
man, I just don't think that after clinching the playoffs for the first time since 2005, after you blew it at home, because you could have did it at home and it'd been an amazing atmosphere. You blew it at home. You handled business against Portland the first time around, winning by 40 after Portland kept it close in the first half. Am I supposed to expect you to play four quarters of good basketball? Like, really, honestly, if you don't want to play it my way, play your way. Play it your way. Because you have four quarters to pick from, plus 220 in the first quarter, plus 225 in the second quarter, plus 210 in the third quarter, plus 138 in the fourth quarter. There's no way you get four quarters of good basketball from the Kings. I'm taking my chances with the first quarter and saying that they come out flat. First quarter, plus 220. I like the first half as well as plus 330. All right. Now, just recapping the card, we have Phoenix minus 10, uh, Kevin Durant over 23 and a half points. I have a play on Orlando minus one. I have a, and the Phoenix minus 10 is if Jokic plays. So if Jokic doesn't play, I'm not, I'm not betting it. But if Jokic play out, it'll probably go up to like 11, but I'm, I feel comfortable in them winning by 20 if Jokic doesn't play. So, Phoenix, we have Orlando, Kevin Durant, 23.5. Utah is a dog. Walker Kessler, all over his rebounds today. Will have a little slight thing going on his points prop. And depending on how Walker Kessler goes, because if Walker Kessler goes the way that I think, I'm going to be super, super up. And then I'll have no problem playing Portland later in the slate as well. So there you go. That's what I am doing for today. I want to hear what you're doing at the podcast at HW Culture Pod. Let me know what plays you are playing today because I am curious on what you guys are doing. And maybe you guys saw something that I didn't see or something that I didn't feel comfortable saying out on the pod. So I really want to know at HW Culture Pod on Twitter. Let me know what you are playing today. Other than that. I mean, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Appreciate everybody that's still listening and continues to listen every single day and just spread the pod word of mouth. Let's keep growing. Let's keep getting better. I actually have an iPad coming soon. So hopefully I can get some drops and we can start making this a lot more fun. We can start getting into some of these segments you know, I, I like to have fun. So we can talk about some league fit, some memes, some tweets, stuff like that. We could definitely start getting that rolling. So uh, let's let's look forward to that happening next week, maybe. Other than that, really have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. So I'm just ending it like this. We are out of here.